Hello, everyone. Welcome to Totally Your Prize Was Always Cool. And you know what? It was. Uh, I'm here with your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me and Molly. We got Luke with us. I feel weird. Luke, are you going to get sucked through, like, a, the electrical socket? <laughs> oh, no, my head turned into a black flame. Ah, oh, beans. And now a little gold bean coming out of me. I picked the wrong Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I was not expecting three Kyle McLaughlins behind two or a goat behind one is a new car. I picked Doug. Remember if you Yeah, if if you if they show you that one of the Kyle McLaughlins is empty, you should stick with your original one. <laughs> God. Uh I when he started Getting his hand small, I was like, oh, hey, that's me. <laughs> I should yeah, cosplay that's weird tiny doll hand you have. Yeah. I got a smaller version of the tiny doll hand. Great, I'm so happy for you. Wait, I think I knew about this, actually. You did know about this. I, I thought it would be funny why? to... I thought it would be funny to take a photo of the small doll hand with the small doll hand on it. <laughs> you did do that. I remember this now. Yeah. The important thing about that bit is I do it just far enough away <laughs> from the last time I did it. Right, yeah. that people uh, forget. Yeah, and people are like, what the fuck, actually? Well, that means you have to do it this coming week before this episode goes up. Eh, maybe that... I don't know if I feel like it. <laughs> That's fair, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, <laughs> what you been up to? Sitting here waiting for you to ask me. What the? <laughs> I gotta do everything around here. It's what? It's how we opened the show. Yeah, I know. Look, what are you been doing? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> we had both of our night shift guys at work call out sick, so uh, I've been just working a lot overnight. Um... Don't have a good idea of what time of day it is. I, I was joking last time. I'm, I used to basically be that kid in the box room. Got to be him again this week, but instead of staring at an empty box, I was staring at Better Call Saul Season 6. I mean, that's better than staring at that box. Yeah, it didn't break you out of the screen to murder me, so... Yeah. Gotta say, better, better Call Saul, the finale, better than getting murdered by a creepy box ghost. <laughs> Who hates sex. Who hates fucking so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have basically had no time to do anything else because I've just been stuck at work, so. 
All right. Yeah, I don't know. What, did I do anything else before? It's been so long. I can barely remember. We didn't talk about the new Hitman map that came out. That happened. Uh, did you enjoy that? I haven't touched Hitman. Yeah, uh, it's good. It um, it feels very, like, kind of back to basics-y to me. Like, it feels like a Hitman 1 map, if you know what I mean. Like, sure, yeah, Hitman yeah. 3, most of the maps have some kind of, like, twist or gimmick to them. And this one is very kind of just straightforward. Hey, there's two targets. Here's a space. Go nuts. It doesn't even have, um... It has, like... Things you can do and, like, storylines you can follow to manipulate them stuff, but it doesn't have the explicit mission stories. Like, it won't give you, um, like, the objective markers for that stuff at all. You know what I mean? Sure. Which is how Hitman 1 did that stuff, and then they went back and added it to those maps when they brought them over to 2 and 3. But it was a weird kind of throwback-y thing like that, which is kind of cool. I think mainly uh, it felt a little underwhelming just because it was like, ah... Cool, this, oh, one last map, oh, big last hurrah, oh, it's just kind of like a standard map. It's, it's a fine one, but, yeah. you know, maybe not the one that, like, oh, thank God I'm coming back to Hitman for, you know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. I kind of was just like, well, I haven't heard, like, people losing their mind over this, Yeah, so. I haven't heard yeah. anybody talk about it. Yeah, I'm so. surprised by how little of a splash it made. Nobody gave a shit. I said, I think it's a pretty good map. Listen... You can do one of my favorite things, which is uh, manipulate one of the targets into murdering one of the other targets for you. So I love that. That's great. You yeah, know, yeah. never going to be mad when I can do that. I saw Kraft make a, po- a post about it, and then I made a joke because it takes place on Ambrose Island. Yeah. And I said that's where the Ambrose Asylum is, which is a wrestling reference. So oh, sure. Is it D- Dean Ambrose, is that a guy? That's a guy. Yeah. Hey, I named one. <laughs> He is no longer a guy. Oh. He has a different name now, well, but he's, he's he was once guy. a guy. I was going to say, okay, now I'm mentally doing the, the math in my head. Does that mean he changed his name or he died? <laughs> because it no, could be either with wrestling. No, he's back to being John Moxley, which I think, is that his regular name? Is that his real name? It's not is his real name. Is that his government name? Okay. It is not his government name. It's the name that he used when he would use a pizza cutter on people. Yep. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Wrestling's bad, Luke. <laughs> His name's Jonathan David Good. Okay. Well, I see okay. why he couldn't use that. Right. <laughs> I mean, my if- name's got uh, two first names and then like an adjective. <laughs> right, I was gonna say he's he's just one letter off from me and Johnny B Good, and then he'd have something. Then he'd have something. That's right. But Johnny there D Good, a- no, that don't work. There was a, like, Johnny B. Blank wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. And he changed his last name every time he uh, went face or heel? Wait, did he really? No. I just made that up. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. No, he he was a bad Johnny guy, and his B. name Evil. was Johnny B. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that'd be good. I would like that. But yeah, I've uh, I've sat in an office and stared at a ticket queue for like eight days straight. I really got nothing interesting to talk about. All right, fair enough. Ashley, what have you been doing? Uh, I was like driving home today. I'm like, what have I done in the last week? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the uh, only one I... that occasionally gets Wednesday anxiety. Like, 
wait, fuck, I've done nothing of interest this week. I gotta come up with an interesting thing just so it don't sound boring on the podcast. I never talk about anything I've done. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> I watched uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Uh-huh. I watched it before I rewatched it. Uh, it's not, like, one of my fave Wes Anderson's, but it's good. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, like, very typical of his output. I should watch a Wes Anderson movie at some point. I, Which yeah, guy is I, that? He's uh, the guy where everything is, like, very bespoke. Very, like, sort of, like, twee. Okay, okay, yeah. There's a different, there's a different Anderson director, right? Paul W.S. Anderson. Yes. Okay, that's, okay, see? No, I understand. Here. That's, I think that's the guy Paul who... Thomas Anderson. Oh, yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson. Fuck, dude, stop it. <laughs> Paul W.S. Anderson makes the Resident Evil movies. Yes. That's definitely not the one I was thinking of. Then. Right, Paul W.S. Anderson's the wife guy that makes video game adaptations for his <laughs> wife to be Although, good for him. In. Yeah. Yeah, no, honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pretty live well. Paul, Paul Thomas Anderson is the guy who makes, like... Daniel Day-Lewis movies. Yeah, very intense dramas. That's yeah. the guy I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, and Paul and Wes Anderson is just the guy who, uh, yeah, like, has a lot of shots of characters in the distance, but centered in the frame. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson makes, yeah, the intense dramas, and then Thomas Anderson is Neo's name in The Matrix. It's yeah, his that's dead yeah, I guess that's true. You're right. That was rude of me. That was rude of you. Uh, okay, so this is the Grand Budapest Hotel guy. Okay, got it. Yes, I'm all caught up yes, now. Yes, yes, Great, thank you. Um, uh, so what I if did Paul that, Thomas Anderson I, changed his working name to Paul Neo? <laughs> so then, you know, I watched that and... <laughs> No, go ahead, please. Uh, and I, I played D&D, and it had been like a month since I played D&D, so it was actually nice to get back into that. Uh, and for some reason, like, the topic of Minecraft came up, and then when I was, like, going back home, I'm like, fuck, I want to play Minecraft suddenly. And so I, I reinstalled Minecraft, and I'm playing Minecraft. Nice. Sometimes it gets you. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was like... Molly, they got copper now? And she's like, oh, you've been away. (laughs) (laughs) You've been gone a long time, friend. I was going to offer, you know, you could play on my server, but you don't do that, so. Yeah, I would just be on my own. Yeah. yeah. So Uh, you don't care anyway. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I, I, I... Spawn near a bamboo forest with some pandas. That's delightful. I love that for you. Yeah. The thing I still don't like most about Minecraft are the designs of the villagers. I don't like it. Yeah. yeah, I don't care to look at them. No. It feels racist. I'm not sure exactly who to. <laughs> sure. Uh, but even... Then, like, if you remove that element, I just don't like to see them. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of villagers. It's fine. It's whatever. 
Yeah, I, I, I like spawned near a village. village. I love that. Yeah, I spawned near an active village, so I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> Need to get away from these weirdos. I just took one of their houses. <laughs> Last time I played, I just moved in. I killed yeah, the guy no, who lived there. Yeah, no, I, I assumed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but other than that, yeah, I've just been working. Molly, where have, what have you been up to? Uh, I'm at the part where I'm playing Xenoblade Chronicles 3 where I'm like, I gotta finish this fucking game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I hadn't... So they have a mechanic in the Xenoblade games that's like bonus experience that you can spend a level out more for free. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have to spend that. Like, you can you can do just fine without it. But um, early on, I had been using it a lot just because it's funny. And then I found out that I, like, kind of been, like, kneecapping myself a little bit by doing that. Uh-huh. Uh, so I hadn't for a while. And then I had, like, 12 levels of it built up. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go unlock everything. I'm just going to beat this game. So I just spent all of it and gained, like, 15 levels. Loved when I hit that moment in an RPG. Yeah, I'm just like, you know what? I'm giving myself permission to just go finish this game. Right. Uh, like, no, wait, more, no, 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 no. I don't have to shit. save this up anymore. I can just blow it. Right, exactly. So um, I'm, on the, I'm on the train to finishing Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I haven't, I haven't quite finished yet. I haven't had time. Um, because I was editing podcasts, and then... Was that, this, was that this last weekend that I sent you the... the Giants audio, Luke? Oh. Was that, this, uh, was that last week? Molly, I'm not the person to ask what days things happened on right now. <laughs> okay, I guess that's fair. My uh, sense of time between my sleep deprivation and my constant presence at work, I barely could tell you what day it is right now. Okay, so I just looked, and yes, it was on... Uh, we're recording this on the 17th. I sent this to you uh, Friday at 2 a.m., <laughs> last week <laughs> because I made a poor decision and stayed up editing that podcast uh, but I got it done and then the next night somehow I watched like Xenoblade cutscenes from like midnight till 3am uh huh and I was like this sucks man I didn't mean to do this twice yeah. I meant to do it once uh, so I was very tired and then I went to a concert yesterday uh, because it was outdoors. Specifically because it was outdoors, I don't think I would have gone otherwise. Right. Uh, but I went to see Code and Cambria. Uh, you, Love that You may you. have heard of them. Yeah. Through me I think I only. listened to a podcast about that. Yeah. No, you don't. I, I, I said I listened to. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to several episodes. Okay. Yeah. It's fine. Me and, my, me and Luke get listened to an episode together. I got caught up at one point, and then you were on a break for a while, and I never got back around to catching back up. That's true. I, we did go on a break for it. Listen, the beginning of COVID was a dire time. Listen, we uh, who, we all know that. Um. Anyway. Uh. So, yeah, I went to the went to the Coheed show. Uh. The opening act was called Mothica. She was super cool. Uh. I liked her a lot. And then Alkaline Trio was on in the middle there, and I was like, this, you know, eh. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Um, which is funny because it's like the, one of the two openers I had heard of. And I was like, you know what? I'm actually good. This isn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe not these guys. But and then uh, Koei and Cambria was great. And then I got home uh, and then I couldn't sleep till past midnight. And that's where we are today. 
uh, is that I'm very sleepy and very sore because I walked like two miles from the bus stop to the venue. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. That's what happens when you get outside of Seattle. Yeah. The bus yeah. becomes less friendly. <laughs> right. It's not yeah. even like super friendly in Seattle, but. Right. I at least know where I'm going here. Yeah. Uh, but it was a very beautiful day. So, you know, there's that. That's good. Uh, but yeah, and then I wanted to buy merch, but the merch line was so long, even during, like, performances, that I just couldn't. That's a bummer. I wanted a t-shirt. But no t-shirts. I'm very sorry you couldn't get any fucking t-shirts. I wanted some fucking t-shirts. It's the one thing you do at a concert, besides listen to music, is buy <laughs> t-shirts. Get some fucking t-shirts. Yeah, come on. Uh, but that's pretty much it. I picked up Guilty Gear again. A little bit. Hell yeah! Yeah, I'm re- I'm remembering how to play Guilty Gear. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's cool. Testament seems cool. I haven't played literally since Jacko. I think so. Right. Yeah. Testament yeah. is cool. Testament seems cool. I might I might mess around with them. Uh, Bridget seems cool. Uh, in the way that like I don't think I have to learn anything to play her. Uh huh. She seems like she kind of just does the stuff. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i really close to getting uh, Nagoriyuki up to Celestial, and then if I do that, I think I might switch characters. I'm kind of thinking I might switch to Bridget. She's fun. What I, what I played of her. Yeah, what I played of her in training. Pretty cool. Also, yeah. yo-yos are just cool in general, so. Yo-yos are generally cool. I like her little, like, she can set the yo-yo up like a mine that she kind of homes yes, in on. Uh, yes, and then you could zoom to it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. That, that was the thing when I was playing. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Um... Testament I like also bad has that, online to just cool. do that without thinking, and then I and then hit you just them kill with them. my sword as though they're a baseball. Yeah, you murder them easily. <laughs> you do here. I will put my sword here, and you can just impale yourself on it if you feel like. I guess. Right. Exactly. Sometimes they feel like it. Spin right in, and then you go play ahead. against a good Bridget, and you're like, "Well, goodbye. I'm just well, gonna I'm gonna go get a drink. You have fun." <laughs> like, yeah, I guess you are gonna hit me like 15 times before I can act. I guess that's okay. Boy, I, I thought I was blocking that, but I guess you did do like three other moves, uh, and I did not go up and down enough to block all of them. Okay, She's well, a, so she long. has an overhead a yo-yo and an underhand yo-yo. I think so. No, she does. You see, Transformer are already very good at at fighting games, and sure. now, that, like now that they are like powered up, right, right. Listen, we uh, won Evo before it. Bridget. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's fucked up out there. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that's what I've been doing. Those things. Uh, the concert was really good. If you're wondering. Nice. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, it was good. I I asked, but did you man the jackhammer? We did man the jackhammer. They did sing that song. I'm glad. They. You have to. Yeah, yes. it's got to man your own jackhammer. Man your Dude, own jackhammer. Is it a thing at Coheed concerts? You like bring your own jackhammer and you like rev it up when they get to that line? Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you do okay, that, yeah, and everybody really thinks it's really cool and funny. Just um, the whole crowd has just just the whole large crowd, industrial and that's tools. Why, that can yeah, hurt and that's very why easily. I've only seen them in uh, a venue uh, one time because it always gets knocked down. After so the many fucking accidents. Yeah, at those shows. Of, yeah, it's kind of a. It's kind of a. A bad scene. That's why me and Pris, we were hanging out on the grass, not like in the pit, you know? You got us away from the concrete. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where I was trying to get away from. Right. I, yeah, ironically, you think that the jackhammer would do well on concrete, but it's actually like it's where the most danger is. Well, that's right. the problem is that they do really well on the concrete. Yeah. 
Yeah, that did, yeah. That, you know, that debris goes flying at high speeds. Yeah, it goes everywhere. Yeah, and then, like, the, the one guy, like, has, like, there's that one big dude who's got, like, two, and it's like, come on, dude, you're just showing off. I yeah. cannot believe this bit is still going. <laughs> <laughs> That's our entire podcast. You should have brought a jar of mayonnaise and gotten all the way up front, and then when he shouted, I need mayo, just kind of slip it onto the stage for him. Well, they don't sing that song anymore. Oh, they don't? No. What? They're ten albums deep. Why'd you bother going? <laughs> because the new album's really good. <laughs> I didn't expect them to play... I don't think... They played... What are they? played 15 songs, and I think only four of them are from before the year, like, 2013, so... You're telling me the Heartshot Kid Disaster is not one of their standards? No. Oh. No. Good title. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, but oh, no, wait, no, I misread it. Shot Here Shot Kid. kid. Yeah, That's worse. Here Shot Kid Disaster. No, it's Heart still Shot Kid Disaster would be a better name. They're both pretty good. Anyway. Heart Shot's better. Um, no, I don't think that has ever been a concert staple for them. <laughs> ever. <laughs> <laughs> Historically speaking. I can't believe it. I yeah. feel like I've been deceived. Well, <laughs> I Need Mail is just the funniest thing you could sing in a song, I think. <laughs> so that's really where this is going in. Yeah. Uh, Twin Peaks? Twin Yeah, I, w- Peaks. I was worried that we weren't going to make it to 20 minutes on this opening. <laughs> <laughs> well, you two, you two did your way. damnedest. <laughs> yeah. Pushed us over the edge. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, we watched Twin Peaks Season 3, Episode 3, a.k.a. Twin Peaks The Return Part 3, a.k.a. Twin Peaks The Limited Event Series Part 3, a.k.a. Call for Help. He says that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, someone needs to. And nobody does I it. Ca- I, no. I, ca- I kept pointing at the screen, and it was like, oh, huh. Yeah. Uh, oh, geez, this gets more and more awkward every time he says it, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We pick up with Cooper exactly where we left off with him, where he is just falling through the, like, infinite void of space somewhere was, in, like, the bedroom dimension. I was cracking the fuck up. Cracking yeah. the fuck up that it picks up immediately where it left off. <laughs> yeah. I, if I'm being honest, most of my uh, week in between episodes was me worrying if I'm going to like the next episode of Twin Peaks. Yeah, you were really not into those first two. I have been sweating bullets like, oh, God, please, I hope she starts liking it at some point or I'm going to feel so bad making her sit through this podcast. And when you watched it last night and you're like, hey, I liked that. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Uh, actually, I've decided it sucks. Now. Fuck! <laughs> Too bad, I like it, so you're stuck here. <laughs> no, I liked it. Oh. Damn, this one's uh, a yeah, roller coaster. I just, yeah, I, I just want to bully Luke in his fragile mental state. <laughs> yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> I don't want to bully Luke. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Cooper is, yeah, falling through space. The camera's all shaky and blurry. He's just doesn't know what the fuck's going on, and who can blame I him? I don't know what the fuck is going on, so... No, we're cutting between him and, like, a weird, like, m- like mass of gas and, like, a purple liquid slowly expanding, and he's turning more and more purple. I, I honestly, like, when I saw that, it reminded me of the, like... See the scene in the prisoner finale where, like, with Roger. Oh yeah, no, kind of. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when like Rover's dying in the bubble. Yeah, I know what you mean. Oh sure. 
Uh, it reminds me of like a sleeping pill Dave. commercial. <laughs> well, it feels Pepto like you zoom out from that into a capsule that someone puts in their mouth and then lays into bed and they just go immediately to sleep. Yeah. Yes. It does seem like David Lynch mainly uses CGI teams that have worked on uh, medicine commercials. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, it cuts from that to this weird, like, concrete balcony that's all also in purple, and Cooper just kind of flops onto it. It's very funny. He just falls yeah. in. It's fine. Like, we get this loud, like, the, the music's really loud, and the camera's going nuts, and then we just get this static shot of the balcony, and he just almost silently just kind of plops onto it. it it's good. And then he goes uh, and looks I... over, he's like, damn, that's a lot of water. Yeah. yeah, I really appreciated that, like, alright, we're already, like, we're still in the Black Lodge, but, like, they're making other weird shit than just the Red Room. Yeah, it's not the Red Room forever, which, yeah, I can see why you might be worried about that after the last episode, because they walk around the Red Room a lot. I, I totally agree with you, I like them expanding, like, what the weird, like, other world looks like. Yeah, it's fucking cool. And, like, taking us to different locations and stuff, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's like a just endless purple ocean below him, and there's a window behind him. So he just kind of like looks around, just like, "Well, this is happening, I guess. All right, I guess let me just open up this window, get inside here." Yeah, let me just pop this open. Yeah, you you know what I I do miss though, huh? I I also that Battle of Menti music. There's le there's less of it in this I, CD. I kind of there's very little Battle of Menti music in this. Uh, there's very little music at all, and when what is there is more like ambient, like just kind of humming and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, David Lynch became a musician between season two and three, and I think he's doing most of the music yeah. this time, other than the licensed stuff. And yeah, I kind of I miss that Battle of Menti jazz. I kind of agree. Yeah, like, because I was, like, it was, like, another thing I was thinking of, like, kind of, like, replaying some scenes in my head, and, like, I think, I do think that, I, you know, I just don't like those first two episodes of sure. the season, yeah. but I think, like, oh, maybe, like, the pacing of this scene would, like, work well for me if there's, like, a musical score that is over. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can definitely say that. Like, that did kind of stick out to me watching episode two when they reenact the, uh, the Laura and Cooper scene in the Red Room. We're like, yeah. in the original show, you got the Battle of Menti jazz going. In the new show, it's just silent, and it's maybe a little awkward with that. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and also, like, David Lynch is noted as the main sound designer on this. Yeah, he, like, did all the, like, sound, like, mixing and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we're going to meet a, a cool new lady. Yeah, uh, he climbs in through the window, and uh, unfortunately for him, it's stop motion in here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I suppose it is, huh? Yeah, the frame rate, like, drops down to just, like, really low, and the colors are all blown out in a way that, like, it looks like when your connection on, like, Netflix drops or something, like, it looks like shit. Yeah, oh. like, yeah, and it, like, it, like, keeps on, like, replaying, like, the same bits and, like, then jumping forward. Yeah, it's uh, almost like it, if, like, the disc is hitching or something. Yeah, and uh, it keeps on like playing of uh, like rewinding noise. Yeah, and I said on Twitter, but it makes me, every time they did it, it made me feel like they were gonna start the opening of Miss Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, this woman's uh, name is not Miss Jackson. If you're nasty, she's credited in the credits as Nido. 
N-A-I-D-O. Sure. And she, the All main right. thing about her is she ain't got no eyes. Not only does yeah. she got no eyes, she has no yeah. eye sockets. Yeah, she's, it's she, kinda, she's uh, just kind of got flesh. There's like scarred up flesh over her where her eye sockets should be. It's fucked up. I don't care for it. Yeah, yeah. And she uh, like does not seem like she can speak uh, like English at the very least. She just kind of like makes weird noises. Yeah, I I really like Kyle MacLachlan's uh, portrayal of someone who is in a awkward conversation where someone is being very nice to you, but you don't speak their language. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're, he's just like, I'm so... Uh, oh, okay, I'll go here. All right, yeah, but... I'm sorry, still no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they just kind of like... She grabs his hands and... He's just sort of looking around confused. She seems a little uh, agitated about something, but, you know, can't, again, speak. And then there's just this really loud metal banging, and it cuts over to a door, I guess? It's, like, in shadow, and it's... It seems like it's a metal door, but there's holes in it that almost look like like zoom-ins of, like, a hole in cloth. It's really weird. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. I, I like it a lot. It's very, like, confusing to look at. Uh, and yeah, yeah clearly you're sitting here like, yeah, I guess that's a door. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's like kind of motioning for him to not make any sound. She's clearly very like afraid of whatever's bit trying to bang the door down. And then suddenly the back wall lights up and there's this giant uh, like metal thing in the wall. You eventually learn it's the other uh, side okay. of a giant wall socket, but you know. Yeah, it looks like it's just a big contraption. Yeah, like, once you know it's supposed to be a wall socket, you can kind of tell, but you don't really clock it as that at first. Yeah, I thought it was, like, a weird safe or something. Yeah, it kind of looks like a safe or something, yeah. It's just I got, thought, like, yeah, I thought it was, like, a, a weird clock. Yeah, 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 because it's got, like, it's a weird, like... it's got a 15 like, on it. It's got a big 15 yeah. on it. Uh, and, yeah, he kind of starts walking over to it, and when he gets close, it kind of tries to slurp him in, and she pulls him back. It's not time for the slurp yet. It's not time for the she's, slurp she's yet. She's, like... We have, to, we have like another like ten minutes of us just walking around. Yeah, I gotta take you upstairs. Uh, come, come climb up this ladder. And now we were just in like the balcony of this weird concrete complex on the ocean, but now we're in space. Is this a racer head? I feel bit. like this is a racer. This, this is very eraser head. This, this is more eraser head than pretty much anything else we've seen so far. This whole sequence, yeah. really. Oh uh, yeah. I also I was looking at someone talk about. This and they're like, oh yes, this like you know, many critics uh, said about this specific episode that it reminded them of a racer head. Yeah, yeah. Wow, crushed it! I haven't uh, even seen that movie. <laughs> like one of the big set pieces in Eraserhead, Molly is a woman with weird, fucked up face makeup to give her like giant cheeks, and she comes out and sings a song and then does a little dance number where she stomps on giant sperms. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah why not? And then someone drew that uh, as Larry for us. <laughs> forgot that happened. The cucumber. Yes. Yes. Okay. From VeggieTales fame. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, she takes him upstairs. There's just more stars out here. Uh, it looks like yeah. the space he was falling through before. There's some kind of... Up, up yeah. ladder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's very, like, fucking tardis We're like, yeah... Yeah, now we're out in space in this little box. 
Yeah. Uh, and yeah, there's some kind of capsule attached to the side of this thing, and uh, Nido flips the switch on the side of it, and it electrocutes her and, like, flings her off in, like, a comedy, like, yeah. slapstick beat. Yeah, it's so funny, dude. Uh, R.I.P. Nido. She just goes falling through space. Bye. Yeah, like, Nido is, uh, like, giving this look of, like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna risk it all for you. I'm gonna, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And then, and, like, and then people, and then Cooper's like, Oh, I guess that happened. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on, man. I really thought you were going to come up with the like, NJPW down into the joke, void where actually. she fell, a giant ghostly form of Major Briggs's head floats by and goes, Blue Rose. Shout out to Major Briggs. Dead Major Shout Briggs. out to Major Briggs. He yeah. was not alive I, I when they shot not... this. They had to fit him in somewhere. I did not realize that this was Major Briggs. Oh, no? Until the credits. It took me yeah. a minute. Yeah. I can't tell. He definitely never says Blue Rose. I can't tell if they got a clip of him saying Blue and a clip of him saying Rose and stuck them together, or if this is just a different guy's voice. I just think it's a different guy's voice. Yeah, it's distorted enough you couldn't really tell one way or the it's, other. Yeah, 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 if it yeah. was him, I think it would just be him. Yeah, yeah. Even if they, even if they had to like composite him saying the two words separately, like right. that works for what they're doing anyway. So who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I, I think it's just a different guy saying Blue Rose. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, and Cooper's yeah, like, man, so, fuck this. I'm going inside again. Yeah, Cooper climbs yeah. back down the ladder, and uh, I guess flipping that switch changed the room. It's like a fucking puzzle game in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking Problem Sleuth on this spaceship. This is a, this is a missed level for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah. God, I would love to play a point-and-click adventure game set in this version of the fucking Black Lodge. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I also just remember that I did play all of uh, Escape Academy. Good game. Yeah, yeah, that game looked interesting. Uh, But, yeah, it's a little more regular in here now, just a little bit. Not much, not much more regular. The the time when they zoomed out to show that they were in space was the first put my hands in the air, like, because I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, that's that's when it started to finally win you over. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad. Um, yeah, like, the colors aren't as blown out anymore, it's not, the frame rate's not all fucked up anymore, and there's a more normal-looking woman in here now. But she still talks backwards. She does still talk backwards. Did either of you recognize this person? Uh, no. You go ahead. Uh, this is the actress that plays Renette Pulaski. Yeah, okay, yes. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, I was gonna ask if this was Renette Pulaski. Yeah, in the credits, I think she's listed as American Girl, but yeah, it's it's Phoebe Augustine who played Renette in the oh, original show. Oh, it's Mitski. That's right. Uh, but yeah, Cooper's just like, okay, all right, what's gonna what's going on now? Uh, well, like Cooper just seems like he's afraid to touch anything at this point because every time he does something fucked up happens. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's been in the fucked up universe for twenty five years. I don't blame him. Yeah, do you think he's been stuck sitting in the red room this whole time, or he's been going on weird fucking circular adventures like this the whole time? No, I think he's been sitting the whole time. Yeah. I, I think something new fucked up comes out and talks to him every so often. Right. Yeah, but he's not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. He's like, if I leave this chair, I'm fucking dead. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, uh, the American girl looks at her watch and it hits, uh, what is it, 253? Which is the time that the evolution of the arm gave him in the last episode. Oh, and sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And as soon as uh, that happens, like, a light next to the wall socket thing turns on. Uh, and Cooper kind of walks over to it. Um, it's got a three on it now instead of a 15. <laughs> yeah, yeah it has a three, like, so that hurts. Yeah, yeah, he kind of gets his face slurped and he kind of pulls himself back. He's like, ooh, uh, ooh. And uh, we're starting to now also get shots of Mr. C driving down the highway in the desert somewhere. Yeah. And uh, he's just having a real normal one. He's just very, he's just ill. Yeah, he's like, almost looks like he's fighting to stay awake. Yeah. Uh, we're he's seeing sweaty. Like, yeah, he's sweaty. Uh, like the view of him is sort of like fading in and out of focus. He's swerving on the road a little bit. And he keeps looking at the cigar lighter in his car. And he and doesn't just, even appreciate that he's driving this beautiful Lincoln. He's driving a beautiful Lincoln town car. Don't nobody forget. <laughs> Whenever we look at the clock. It is weird that this has product placement when I don't think any of the older stuff did. Yeah. Do you think that they like looked at this episode and were like, got it? <laughs> yeah. This direct this is all of our target audience. <laughs> I'm sure the the fine people at the Lincoln Corporation love to watch Kyle McLaughlin puke creamed corn all over a Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. Watch like the the embodiment of evil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lincoln, the car for bad guys. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the American girl tells him, tells Cooper, when you get there, you'll already be there. Uh, and he's like, I, okay. I guess that's true. Yeah, I guess that's true. Generally I'm so, speaking. I'm so tired of people saying things that are technically accurate, but make no goddamn sense. <laughs> I gotta get the fuck out of here. And, uh, yeah, he starts letting himself get slurped into the outlet. And uh, the more he does, the more, like, sick Mr. C seems to get. I think that we're, we're to understand that what's supposed to happen is Cooper gets sucked out into the real world, Mr. C gets sucked through the cigarette lighter. Yeah. And he goes back yeah. to the Black Lodge, but ah, he's got a plan. He's got a plan. He invented a different guy. Us. Yeah. <laughs> he invented a guy for them to get mad at. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and yeah, the weird, like, the the creature is banging on the door again, and, uh, the American girl tells Cooper, you gotta hurry, my mother's coming. And he's like, oh, I hate moms, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, so... Doesn't, doesn't she say our mother is coming? I thought she said my? Let me, let's double check. I, I think seems... she does say our. Let's see, let's see, let's see. You better hurry. No, she says my mother's coming. Alright. Yeah. Alright. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he gets sucked into the outlet, and he just starts, it just starts slurping him up like a spaghetti. And then he goes, and then he goes fully uh, horizontal, it's amazing. Yeah, no, it's just it's horizontal, really just getting sucked into it, and then at the end, his shoes get caught, and they pop off they while pop his feet off. go in. Damn. It's very funny. No shoes allowed. Yeah. <laughs> Barefoot is legal. <laughs> Barefoot, <laughs> Barefoot is not only legal, it is enforced. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so, uh, Mr. C, does he crash his car now? Or is yeah, he gonna, yeah, yeah, as soon as Cooper goes through, he gets really sick and starts swerving wildly, and, yeah, the car fully flips over, and, yeah. They, they put a camera in that car, baby. Oh, yeah. That's right. 
And uh, then also the he just shot sits- where it like starts to flip and then it cuts back to him in the car is so funny because it look because it looks nothing like what's happening. It's just really good. <laughs> yeah, I didn't look that clear because the car goes upside down. Then it cuts to him cuts and you can see right through the window up. that the street's right side yeah. up. Yeah. It's yeah. really funny. All the rules. <laughs> <laughs> I was hooting and hollering. That's yeah, great. One, one of those things where I'm like, I'm not sure if this is intentional or not, but it's great. <laughs> I think it would have been uh, trivial to flip the fucking green screen they got in the back of that car upside down. Sure would. Yeah, I mean, you don't even have to flip the screen. Yeah. Actually, you can just flip the whole <laughs> the whole. Just uh, do it You're right. Yeah. Yeah, you're already adding an image. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just click the rotate button twice. Right. Cooper, Mr. C is like, if I puke, I'm dead. If I puke, I'm dead. I gotta hold in my puke till the other guy pukes. Yeah, he puts his hands over his mouth and he's just, yeah, fighting back the urge to throw up. I I really think it's funny that, like, to imagine you want to set Luke and you're like, all right, let's turn this upside down and you just turn over the green <laughs> turn screen. Turn over the green screen. <laughs> I yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> I know it's not what you meant, but it's what I thought. It was really funny. It's funny. <laughs> And <laughs> hey, can you guys flip that over for me? <laughs> like, uh, no, actually, I want this to be, like, right side up. So can you just flip it for me for real quick? <laughs> anyway, it's time for David Lynch's new titties. Yeah, cut to... We need some new titties on this show. Well, first, Please. before that, we cut to an establishing shot of where we are, which is the Rancho Rosa Estates. But hold on, wait a second. One of the fucking watermarks at the start of this show is a Rancho Rosa Partnership production. Oh, I didn't pick up on that at all. Yeah, when it goes the Showtime logo and then it says a Rancho Rosa Partnership production. Hmm. But right. that's also the company that does the real estate? What's going on here? I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure we'll do some meta shit later. It's fine. Yeah, it's weird meta shit. I, honestly, I think that's about all it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think that's a not meta. I think that's an Easter egg. <laughs> I mean, sure. Well, I mean, Listen, they could have gone meta. <laughs> we can talk about it more in the greater context of the show, but yeah, yeah. All right, okay. It's, it's, it's something to note for now. But yes, uh, Kyle McLaughlin is now playing a third character named Dougie Jones. And oh, he is, I, teach me how to Dougie. When, <laughs> when Kyle McLaughlin was another separate dude, I fucking lost it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many Kyle D- McLaughlins can we fit on this show? <laughs> this baby can fit so many Kyle McLaughlin's. Uh, yeah, uh, Dougie is um, heavier set than Mr. C or Agent Cooper. He's got what looks like, honestly, a pretty cheap fat suit. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I didn't mention it, but Andy also has a very cheap fat suit. Andy's got a pillow tucked under his shirt. He sure does. It's really funny. Yeah, that it's working for me. And then he also has like a really shitty uh, wig. He looks just like a '70s dirtbag guy. Yeah, he's got like big sideburns. And yeah, he is uh, just finished up having sex with uh, Jade, a sex worker who he's now fully clothed, but she is the most naked it's possible to be. Yep. Yeah, I, I was like, David Lynch has gone too um, horny with power. <laughs> He's got mad with power because this woman is very clearly full frontal naked right now. Yeah, uh, be, just especially with the way she moves too. It's like, oh, you are trying like, not to show anything, her, like, huh? We're gonna see her in the shower in a second, and they could show her from sort of the collarbone up, but no, 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 they get no, those no. nipples in frame. Yeah. 
Yeah. God damn it. Uh, it just reminds me of like a, a old skit where it was, it's not porn, it's HBO. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It is also a little like, I like the character Jade, but she is also maybe, I think, the third black actor with speaking, with a speaking part on Twin Peaks. Yeah. And making, just really showing off her boobs is a little, I don't know. Yeah, maybe not uh, the best, but you know, here we it's are. It's also like, the second woman on this thing where, like, one of her introduction scenes is her getting her tits out. Right, like, every new female character we've gotten has been like, all right, time to be all naked right, boobs now. time. That's right. Yeah, boobs time, baby. Yeah. It's uh, boob o'clock. And, but listen. Yeah. You know, th- this show has done a lot about the, like, with sex workers and, like, the tragedy of being a sex worker. Right. It's n- nice to just see someone who's a fucking normal-ass person. Yeah. And also makes, like, a thousand dollars. Yeah, and it seems like this is just a nice, you know, business relationship. Yeah, and I think she's... Jade is written and acted pretty well. I'm just not super into how she's shot. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, yes. Uh, but I was just like, oh no, is this going to be like another very tragic and like just her having a great head on her shoulder and yeah, being well acted? I really did a lot for me. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, Dougie's uh, arm has fallen asleep while they were getting dressed, or while he was getting dressed, I guess. And she's yeah. like, what, what happened, man? He's like, I don't know, I guess I fell asleep. It's kind of tingly. He talks really weird. Yeah. Yeah, and then she's like, I'm all tingly. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. Like, like, I could, I, I, and like, yeah. all right, David Lynch, you cannot write sexy dialogue. You can't, legally. <laughs> uh, well, great news. He's not very good at it, so he's so he's really not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we but get a close-up that reveals his numb arm has the fucking Al Cave ring. It's true. Uh, you do have to hear it, but I had to hear you two say it last time, so... <laughs> mm-hmm. Suffer, I guess. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, so yeah, Jade gets up to take a shower, and uh, Dougie stands up. He's, like, getting his jacket on, even though he can't move his one arm. And then suddenly he collapses to the ground... Uh, and just is like, seems to be in pain, seems disoriented. He starts crawling on his hands and knees. He tries to like open up the bathroom door to get Jade, but the door's locked. And then he just crawls around this empty house he's in. And then yeah, just don't, starts... don't worry, we get, we get another shot of her tip. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then Dougie starts, uh, puking and also throwing up blood with the puke. It's not good to see. He, like, listen... All of the puke in this episode sucks. Yeah. I was not prepared for how his puke sucks. Yeah, I Dougie's puke He's is puke worse cake. than Mr. C's puke, I think. Oh, no, that's not true. No, Mr. That's, C, that's... like, it's more, but I do not like the weird, like, lump of, like, canned cat food that comes out of Dougie's mouth with blood all over it. That's whatever. I don't care to see all of the uh, blood and black gunk coming out of Kyle McLaughlin's mouth when it's Mr. C in the car. Yeah, yeah. Do not care for it. Really, yeah. just, I mean, it's know, not good that I he has... keeps his hand over his mouth and he's, like, puking through his fingers. Yeah, it's not good. No. Yeah. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I was eating while watching this episode. I, you know, uh, I was, too. And you I, warned me, and I forgot. Yeah, I'm going to say, this one's on y'all. I explicitly no, said yes, there's yes, a yes. lot of puke, and you need to be ready for that. So no, this one happened. I'm like, I'm like, fuck, right. And so I did, in fact, skip the Mr. C puking scheme. Fair scene. enough. It's bad. Yeah, I, I got, I, I saw a bit of it. And I'm like, I get it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It just keeps going. 
Yeah, he just yeah. pukes out a lot of creamed corn. All that Garmambosia he's been building up all these years all goes right out of him. Damn, this sucks uh, for the meter. Yeah. I I already don't like the look of cream corn. <laughs> sure, it looks... B- we were. I was just listening back to our Firewalk with me episode because I needed something to fall asleep to. And we were talking about just bowls of cream corn on, like, a table. We're like, oh, it looks so gross. It like, does. oh, you don't know nothing yet. <laughs> That's the thing. It does look gross. Well, if we mix yeah, some blood in there and have it, it come out of the guy's mouth. Here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, um, Dougie has kind of collapsed next to a wall socket, and he gets sucked through it. Yep. Yeah. He just disappears. He just kind of gets like whooshed, as opposed yeah. to uh, Cooper just getting slowly slurped. Well, the thing about Cooper is that he got like slowly scanned in by the electrical socket. Right. Uh, and Dougie just kind of got zapped in. Uh, yeah. and that's going to prove fatal for him <laughs> momentarily. Yes, because he finds himself in the red room sitting in a chair. I, I love that, you know, like as a Kyle McLaughlin, he is just very like nonplussed by being in the red room. Yeah, we don't get a lot of Dougie, but he seems a little doofy. Yeah, I love that about him. Yeah, he yeah. just seems a little like, I don't really know what's going on and I'm just trying to roll with it. Hey, hey, Mr. One-Armed Man, what's going on, please, sir? It seems you, you were made created for a purpose. purpose. <laughs> but now that purpose has been fulfilled. And he's like, oh, well, I don't know what that means. And then his hands start shrinking. And he's like, oh, well, that doesn't seem good. He looks he's like, like th- well, that's weird. <laughs> the fucking owl ring falls off his finger. I thought yeah. it was different because I was looking at it on the TV. I could not see the actual ring yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. very well. Uh, but I think it's bigger. I think maybe, maybe this is a different I think it's just ring. compared to his hand. Well, no, I think it is also just bigger. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, and I don't know if that's I just wanted to be to make a different a ring or just a, it's a different prop than the one they used in Firewalk with me. It is almost certainly a different prop because I'm pretty sure that is a shinier gold and less like of a... Um, it looks yeah. like more of a jewel in it than uh, yeah, yeah. the Firewalk with me. The, one the last one was a class ring that they modified. Right, yes. right. Uh, and, like, his head starts to sink into his shirt, and it seems like he's just going to sort of slowly shrivel away, but then there's just a loud pop, and his head turns into a black fire. Yeah, and then an orb comes out. And then a shitty, like, 2D orb comes out of his neck hole. And Mike is like, damn, this shit sucks, dude. Yeah, Mike doesn't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> he's like, I've seen a lot of shit, but I haven't seen a guy turn into a little alien head that pukes up a different thing. Yeah. Uh, and then the, like, orb turns into, like, a gross, like, alien egg or something. It, I like, have no idea like an alien mouth. Yeah. yeah. Well, it looks, what it looks like is it looks like the fucking head of the arm. Oh, yeah. you're right. It does look like that. Yeah, It yeah, looks yeah. like that, but worse. Yeah. And then and it, then like, it oh, opens yeah. its ugly mouth and it pukes and then the orb shows up. And then he turns into a little gold marble that sits on the chair. And Mike is like, damn, dude, that was crazy. I haven't seen that before. Yeah, the shitty 2D orb looked the size of, like, a softball, but the act- then it turns into, like, a bead that's just, like, a tiny little, uh, yeah. you know, you can hold it between two fingers. Yeah, and oh, then Mike the way, is uh, like, I'm gonna leave, uh, I'm gonna grab this ring, and I'm gonna grab this little marble. Yeah, um, this was bothering me, uh, last episode, but I finally, it hit me over the course of last week. The, uh, doppelganger of, uh, the evolution of the arm. Yeah. Uh, sounds like the, uh, doodle bob from that episode of Spongebob. <laughs> Oh. You're totally right. Oh. <laughs> <Just> the, 
<laughs> you don't need <laughs> great perfect uh and yeah Mike's talk, like, well, we, we have talked among ourselves if david lynch has watched gumby <laughs> do you oh, think yeah, david lynch has watched spongebob he did. yeah he's got grandkids he's seen spongebob oh yeah well then we were saying yeah gumby was on when he was a kid he was he was watching gumby all the time oh uh, but yeah no we talked about it but uh mike does say that it looks like you were made for a purpose and that purpose is fulfilled yes and, uh, yeah, then we cut back to the, uh, empty house. It I just seems think like it's... this is, like, a show house. Uh, uh, yeah, no, this is almost, it, it's a house that, uh, like, is foreclosed. Yeah, this is very much like, yeah, uh, like... hey, the housing crisis is, happened, like, a decade ago by the time we made this, but sure was fucking crazy, huh? And, you know, yeah. it's still bad out there. It's still bad out there. I'm sure there are still, like, abandoned suburbs like this in places. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure that the people who are living across from uh, where Dougie and Jade are, yeah. are do not own that house. Oh, yeah, no, I think that yeah, they're like squatters, squatters, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, last episode was, like, kind of like, you know, this is all prestige TV more than soap operas, because that's right. what's popular nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And last one was kind of Mindhunter, Hannibal. Yeah. Uh, this is Breaking Bad to me. There's definitely some Breaking Bad DNA in here, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, the shot of the guy planting the bomb, I was like, this is Breaking Bad. Yes, totally. The crime guys that are trying to assassinate Dougie are absolutely Breaking Bad henchmen. Do you think they mixed up Dougie with Mr. C and that's why they're trying to murder him? Dougie doesn't seem like a guy who would get murdered. Dougie or maybe seems Dougie like seems like the guy who would get the most murdered. It's Dougie one of the seems other. like a guy who made a bad bet or like a uh, or took out money with the wrong people. Yeah, yeah. I think there's some stuff you can infer, but I don't want to push. Yeah, that's fair. You know, because I I know answers, so I don't want to be yeah. like, well, actually, if you think about it this way, right? Um, Th- there's a standee of Dougie in a place, so I assumed that he was going to be in more than just <laughs> right. Like, oh wait, is that two- Dougie? I just thought I just thought Cooper got an ugly green suit later. He's wearing the... Dougie has the green suit, right? No. Yeah, Dougie has the green suit. Not in this episode. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, no, he's got a yellow suit in this one. Yeah, so... Okay, I, I have seen people post about Dougie with a green suit, okay. so... Well, I, I don't know anything about that. Kyle right, McLaughlin so, will wear a green suit in the near future. I'll say that much. So true. Sorry. That's okay, I don't care. <laughs> it's about as minor as spoilers get, is that Dougie returns. Anyway, uh, Agent Cooper gets, like, extruded through the wall socket. It's really yep. funny. It's really funny. He just kind of just sloops on out. Yeah, I I, ho- I kind of wish that he, like, came out as, like, two different parts. Oh, sure. That had to, like, yeah, In yeah, each yeah. socket, yeah. 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 Yeah, he gets and, slurped into one side and slooped out the other. Yeah. And he just uh, is, like, left lying on the floor with, like, Dougie's gross barf puke above his head. Yeah, and Jade comes in and is like, Dougie, what the fuck? Wait, where did you get that suit? Dougie, Wait, why do you have a different hair like haircut, that? different clothes, and why is there puke on the floor? What the fuck and, happened while I was taking that shower, man? Why did you take off the fat suit? Yeah. <laughs> you know I like the fat suit, Dougie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, uh... He's just like, yeah, guess so. Yep, he's just laying there. Yeah, he is like completely nonverbal at first. He just kind of like slowly looks up at her as she's talking and just like, oh. It it seems like we already talked about. He seemed a little out of it last time. 
this process seems to have fried whatever was left of his brain, at least for now. He has, hasn't talked to a real person in 25 years disease. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. I, I really like Kyle McLaughlin's performance of this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he just kind of like stiffly and like awkwardly follows her out of the house as she's locking it up. Yeah, she, she has a line of like, hey, we got to get out of here, man. Like this is, they, they just broke in here to have sex. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, yeah. Yeah, I, I also like that she's like, clearly doesn't want anything else. Like, you know, this is a business relationship. She's like, I can't just fucking leave this dude. Yeah, he's clearly like, something happened. Uh, hey, man, why, where are your shoes? And he won't answer her. Uh, he's just kind of staring off into the middle distance. So she walks back in, but then he decides to follow her. And, you know, then she comes out like, oh, where'd he go? Shit, wow. What, what, what are you doing, man? Um, and she's like, put your shoes on. And he's just standing there. She's like, God damn it. Are you fucking for real? Yeah. Well, I think at this point, she's also starting to get the idea like, oh, fuck. He had like a stroke or something. Yeah. I need to get as far away from him as possible before I get arrested. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And she starts looking for his keys because his car is here. Right. But he doesn't have his keys because Dougie got sucked into the lodge with his keys. Yeah. But what he does have is the key to his room at the Great Northern. Yep. Uh, yeah, key 315. I like that now... This was definitely not true in the old show, but now uh, the Great Northern's like slogan is clean place reasonably priced. Because <laughs> that's what Cooper was saying he wanted in the first show, and now that's just written on the key. I guess the, I guess the numbers on the, the socket were 315, so... Yeah, that's true. That's true, because the first one was 15, the second yeah, one was 15, 3. 15, the second one was 3, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is also now, like, I think every episode we've watched so far has introduced a new fucking, like, lost yeah, number. Yeah, lost number. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah lo- got 430-253, and now 315. I-, I would say that, you know, Lost was very inspired by Twin Peaks, obviously. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, uh, Dougie's car does have a li- the license plate... Doug Love. <laughs> it's D U G E L V. So yeah, I think it's Dougie Love. No, which I is think great. it's Dougie. I think it's Dougie Las Vegas. That all. Yo, know, you know what? That also makes sense because they're in yeah. Las Vegas. Yeah, I like Dougie Love though. <laughs> I was just imagining Dude Love, but <laughs> Kyle McLaughlin, and that was a, a nice mental image for me. Sure, I also like Douge Love. Douge Love. <laughs> I did. It, this literally did not click for me until we were talking about it just now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I do yeah. want to kill Dougie because that's Dougie's car. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They see his license plate. Yeah. As, as they drive away. Yeah. This uh, crime guy drives up in a cool car, and yeah, he's talking to a walkie-talkie to uh, like a sniper. another crime guy. <laughs> another crime guy. He's like, yeah, his car is still here, so he might still be inside, but uh, she just left. They looked like there may have been another guy in there, but I really, I really didn't pay attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the other crime guy is, like, set up with a sniper rifle to kill him as they drive by. And fir- uh, First time I cut to the sniper dude, I was like, Daniel Bryan? <laughs> <laughs> he does kind of look like Daniel Bryan. Bryan Davidson, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yes. please, come on. Yeah. Um, but wouldn't you know it, right before they get there, uh, Jade hits a bump in the road and... Uh, Cooper drops the Great Northern key and bends down to pick it up, so it looks like he's not in the car. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Also, they are. They pass Sycamore Street, and that kind of like. Yes. Jolts something in Cooper's brain. Yeah, yeah. They they pass yeah Sycamore Street on this suburb, and that's the first thing that he finally gets him to talk. Uh, is the first yeah. thing he says is just Jade give two rides. Yes, because Jade give two rides. She, yeah, because so like all he ever does in this episode is repeat things people say back to him. Yeah, because uh, yeah, when he, she realizes he doesn't have his car key, she's like, oh, Jade's gonna have to give you two rides now, huh? Uh, I though her look over and just her going. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's the moment where she's like, "Fuck! I have got to get away from this guy. I am in trouble. Oh no!" Yeah, and like they have a speed bump, but she like slows way, way down, and it's like the slightest bump, but he still drops his keys, and he's like, oh, "Yeah, I'm to head on down." Yeah. Also, yeah, him bending down to pick the keys is like the most agency he's shown in this episode yes. by a lot. Yeah, like, that's the first time since he got back into the real world that he's, like, made a decision. Yeah, well, yeah, also him taking out the key to look at it. That's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But yeah, so the sniper's like, well, she was in the car alone, so he must still be inside. Just wait there and kill him when he comes out. And he's like, "Uh, no, I think what I'll do is bomb his car and leave. Right, 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 yeah, he sets up a a car bomb on him. And uh, this is seen by a little boy across the street. And, uh... We just get a quick scene with with this family. Yeah, this yeah. sucks. Yeah, it's another, like, basically empty house, and it's just a, uh, like, this woman who's, like, a drug addict, and she just keeps saying 119 over and over uh, while she, like, takes a pill and drinks some uh, liquor to wash it down. And the kid just, like, there's just, like, empty packages of, like, Oreos and shit just thrown around on the floor. Yeah, yeah he's just eating a bunch of saltines. Yeah, that's what it is, saltines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not not good for this kid. No, sucks for this kid. Yeah. Yeah, this is just like up, man. Yeah. 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 Uh, this lady's got the, the fucking hardcore lighter, though. Yeah. Yeah. She got a whole fucking, I was like, she got a whole fucking torch to light the cigarette. Yeah. I was like, that's how you know that she also, that she does crack. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this also was very much like, yeah, like, that shot of like you know these two guys and then like this scene was yeah. very like yeah this is if this not, is that like, fucking purpose, woman that kidnaps Jesse in like season one or two yeah who has the uh, ATM yeah 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 you guys are just gonna keep talking about Breaking Bad huh killing me out I, here <laughs> I I am just saying that this <laughs> these this scene specifically has a lot of kind of similarities of Breaking Bad. No, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. And I will not be censored. <laughs> uh, yeah, so fast forward to figure out what happens because, yeah, we're getting through all this pretty quick. These are all, again, This is over half scenes. the episode. Yeah. We're, we're past yes. the halfway point. It yeah. is, you know, this is a slow-moving TV show. Yeah, you, they just kind of want you to sit in the vibes of it for so a while. I, it. uh, w- you know, was felt better about the slowness in this, but there is one scene where I'm like, "All right, you've kind of pushed me a bit." <laughs> uh huh. Is it the one with uh, uh, Hawk in them or different one? No, I, okay. I, I was happy just to see Hawk. I've in heard them. people complain about that one. I like it. <laughs> no, it's good. It's goofy. Yeah. 
It, it was the Jacoby painting the shovels. Oh, sure. That one does go on a bit. I'll it give It does you that. go on a bit, but he does press that other pedal twice to make them turn around, and I fucking... I was cheering. <laughs> no, I yeah, was I, I love his, like, whole setup. It's just, like... You but yeah, have, we didn't need like, to watch him spray paint that long. Could have maybe cut ahead, skip him, paint a couple of the shovels. Yeah, could've we maybe get this, watched like, him paint three instead of five. This lady, you know, horrible situation with this lady, like, doing hardcore drugs in front of her child. Yeah. We assume. Right. Uh, and then, like, yeah, like, this scene, this very slow scene between Hawk, uh, Lucy, well, and first the Andy. cops find the wreck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we get a scene, yeah. Uh, Mr. C is yeah, unconscious in to... his car, and yeah, the cops pull up, and one of them goes to check on him and smells the Garmambosia and just collapses and gagging. Yeah. And they're like, oh, fuck, we have got to get, like, an ambulance down here. There is something bad in this car. Yeah, um, we got to like, make sure they're wearing gas masks. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, holding his nose to pull the other cop away because he's, like, paralyzed by the stink. Yeah. It, it also honestly kind of remind me of, like, when Andy was just, like, crying nonstop. I was gonna say, not, you know, this is a newer thing than Twin Peaks. It does remind me of every fucking video you see now of, like, a cop got within ten feet of fentanyl. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to administer Norcan immediately. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, this cop this co- is dead. Like, tra- tragic, this cop got one... Uh, foot away from Garkinsbolzia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, now we're back at the Twin Peaks Sheriff Station. Uh, I love Hawk's little donut disturb sign with it's a donut so on it. Good. It's so cute. I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's got a box of donuts and a little like cardboard like container of coffee, which. This must be a real thing. It seems like a bad way to deliver coffee. Oh, no, yeah, it's extremely a real thing. There's totally just like a bag a of coffee in there. Yeah, I guess, yeah, there'd be a bag in the box. That makes more yeah. sense. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not just a wet box. Well, you know, sometimes <laughs> you got sturdy cardboard. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this uh, is extremely also, a real I, thing. I do. I did notice, well, actually, I noticed now, but like, yeah. They, they do not just have the fake Dunkin' Donuts, Donuts, Donuts box. Right, no, this it says RR to go. to go. Yeah from the Double R Diner. Oh, I was yeah. wondering what that logo was. I didn't put that together. That's cute. Yeah, the implication seems to be the Double R Diner has gotten, like, a little bigger, and, like, they've got, like, branding now. Yeah. Yeah. That they're, uh... They've got, like, three locations now. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so they've spread out everything from the Laura Palmer case. Lucy, Andy, and Hawker here. And, uh... <laughs> Andy's like, we've looked through everything. There's nothing missing. And Hawk's like, what... Well, if it's missing, it wouldn't be here, so how can you know? Yeah, and it's like, well, but if it's here, then it isn't missing? They keep on, like, trying to, like, feel like they've got it, and they're like, no. Right. It is very, like, again, I like this a lot. It is very slow with a lot of, like, dead air as they're thinking. It is, it's like if you took, like, a fucking Abbott and Costello sketch and, like, slowed it down to, like, 75% speed. Yeah, again, again. What David Lynch thinks is the height of creativity is putting it, uh, the RPM down on a record. <laughs> right, he loves slow old people, and now every member of the cast is a slow old person. He also loves slowing down uh, songs that are not meant to be slowed down. Right, yes. He just <laughs> loves it when things are slow. It's true. I, I, I really like Hawk going, no, let's sit down and think about this. And then it, like, 
there's like a beat as they just like look up at him because he's the only one standing. Right. And they go, and he goes, let me sit down and we'll think about this. It's really good. (laughs) He's like, okay, something's missing. It's related to Agent Cooper. Uh, It's related to my heritage and that's why I'm the only one who can find it. And then Lucy, like, gasps and screams because she's figured it out. She's cracked the case! All right, so fast. Well, at first she's like, you're an Indian. Yes. And he's like, (laughs) yeah, he's, yeah, uh uh-huh. Yeah, 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 dog. Yeah, thank you, Lucy. Thank you, Lucy. (laughs) Yes. Uh, But she, they've got the box of chocolate bunnies from the pilot, and Lucy realizes... That what's missing is one of the bunnies, because back when she was pregnant, she was having a little problem with, and I don't like to talk about this in front of Andy, but, gas. (laughs) I was really hoping she would spell it out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And she thought she'd read somewhere that chocolate can be a remedy for gas, so she ate one of the bunnies. And she's wondering anything to do with your heritage. Yeah, maybe where she heard that from is that it's a, a traditional folk medicine from Hawk's tribe. Is that true, Hawk, maybe? And he's is like, it, are you fucking no, kidding me right it now? it has nothing to do with the bunny. A, no. B, you ate some of the evidence in a murder case, Lucy? I only did it once. <laughs> so I funny. didn't do it after that. And then Andy, who doesn't understand how time works, is like, do you want another bunny, sweetheart? I can get you another bunny. <laughs> He calls her Punky. He just heard, punky, yeah. yeah. He just heard that his wife likes chocolate, and he's like, oh, I gotta get her chocolate. Right. Oh, no, my wife had a gas problem 25 years ago. I need to remedy this. Do you still need help? <laughs> uh, Look, this, is, yeah, a, this is a classic <laughs> wife guy maneuver, okay? Oh, yeah, Andy, big-time yeah, wife guy. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh... <laughs> yeah, then we get to the best part at the end here, where Hawk just, like, is getting frustrated with both of them, like, it's not about the bunny! Is it about the bunny? He's like, is it about the bunny? No, no, he's no, like, it's not about he, the bunny. He's, like, really, like, thinking in, like, like, do I have a past with, like, chocolate bunnies? Right, he's like, the bunny is stupid. There's no way it's that. But I don't know what, what else it could be, the, so maybe. What no. if it's the bunny? It's really funny. Well, you know, much you just follow the chocolate rabbit, not the white rabbit this time, and then you'll find it. There you it. go. Be fine. Yeah. yeah, easy. And then, yeah, we get the scene we were talking about. Dr. Jacoby has got those shovels he ordered last time, and he's got this whole, like, jerry-rigged setup where he's got, like, a foot pedal-controlled uh, assembly line, basically, so he can spray-paint them gold. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it was the, like, the back-to-back-to-backness of the... Scene of the woman taking pills. Right. Uh, this scene, uh, like the scene of Lucy, Andy, and Hawk. Right. And then this scene. I'm like, all right. Yeah, we, yeah. I, I can. I, I was definitely <laughs> on this watch. Like we we could pick up this pace a little. I get the idea. He's painting these shovels. Uh, I, but I was feasting. I don't care. I watch this shit. I mean, I, I am with you, Molly, also. Yeah, after you do get the monotony of him painting the shovels for so long, having him hit the button to flip him, it's like, yeah! Wait, no, that means <laughs> you gotta watch him paint more, fuck! You gotta paint the other side, but then they don't. Yeah, so it's okay. blessedly, they spare you that. Yes. And, uh, yeah, this is, again, very much, it feels like a prestige TV thing of, to me of, like, what could he be building? <laughs> you know, like, we're just getting one piece of the puzzle every week. Yeah. Maybe someday we'll understand. 
Also, I didn't realize this with the first in the first, you know, two seasons. Yeah. Hawk's name isn't Hawk. No, that's what they call him. No, it's just nickname. Yes, because yeah. his first name is Tommy. Right. Yes, Tommy Hawk. Yeah. Yes. Which yeah. Uh huh. Did we not talk about this? I feel like we talked about this. We might have at some point. Yeah. His his I, I, actual I name is yeah Tommy Hill, but they call him Hawk. Yes. Uh, I, if we did, I forgot about it. you know I was just watching a movie where the main actors were uh, named Mid Thunder and Dakota Beaver. Uh huh. So I was like, sure. I was like, oh, yeah, of course, right, Hawk. right. I'm also, yeah, I'm trying to remember if that was a thing in the old show or if that's something from some fucking book. You know what I mean? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, I, I just know because we get a, a, you know, we get a lot of time looking at Hawk. See his desk too. It, yeah, yeah. And so I saw his. Uh, it said T Hill. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hold on. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not, not, not the best. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. again, again, David Lynch has learned no lessons from about zero this. lessons, none, and he never will. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's like ninety now. Of course not. Right. Right. Uh, meanwhile, back in Las Vegas, Jade drives uh, Cooper up to a uh, yeah the Silver Mustang Casino. Uh, she is trying to explain to him, like, okay, Dougie, here you go. You can get out here and call for help. Uh, here's some money for a payphone. You should probably talk to a doctor. I think you had a stroke, okay? Okay, now get the fuck out of my car. Like, yeah. He's just, like, rubbing the dashboard of her car with his finger. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's also like, you should call AAA, too. They'll unlock your car for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't really respond to the dollar that she shoves in his hand. Please, so five dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so she op- undoes the seatbelt, opens the door for him, and says, "Okay, Dougie, you can go out now." And that kind of like catches his attention because that's what Laura told him in the lodge. Yeah, is that he could go out now? Yeah. Uh, incredible scene where he learns how a rotating door works by getting hit by it yeah. over and over again. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's uh, really he's- good. <laughs> He's got this very slow, kind of tottering pace how he walks, and he keeps getting hit by the revolving door. And the security I, guard just watching him, like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, uh, I really thought that one Kamakaka was going to just fucking spill out of this <laughs> Jeep. Yeah, it looks like he's gonna fall for a sec, but he, he doesn't. Uh, and also, you can, like, almost see the gears in this guard's head turn as he's like... Do I need to talk about this person? Do we need to get involved? Like, yeah. And then he just sees that, like, the guy's slowly but surely making He's like, all right. <laughs> I'm just going to pretend is, like I, he I, did it. Yeah. That's, that's going to be someone else's problem today. <laughs> it's a very different thing, but it's it's similar to how, like, we talked about, like, Laura's whole life is people recognizing that she needs help and then deciding not to help and her. And deciding to not help her, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or doing the one thing that's definitely not going to help her. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, uh, so yeah, he gets yeah. into the casino, and he walks up, he just kind of holds the money up to the first security guard he sees, and just says, call for help. And the guy just tells him to go to the payphones in the back, and then yeah, yells at him to change. change. Yeah. Uh, Kyle McLaughlin, hey, this seems like a hard thing to act well, because, like... 
uh, having to do this where, like, yeah, he's basically just completely out of it, but, like, certain words and phrases catch his attention, and he has to kind of, like, the lights have to turn on behind his eyes. That seems like a difficult acting job, and he nails it. Yeah. Also, him just, like, getting really scared when this guard yells, I'm like, hey! He just, like, jumps almost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, he tells him to go get change from the cashier. And uh, the cashier, again, can clearly tell this man is not of sound mind. Yeah, like, but what are casinos for if not preying on people not of sound mind? Yes. She definitely feels bad about it. Yeah, she actually feels something compared to everyone else who does not. Yeah, she feels bad yeah. about it, but not bad enough to not do it. Because, <laughs> like, she first, like, just goes into, like, the her spiel, and she's like, oh, like, what games are you going to play? And he's like, game. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, you know, like, what kind of, like, chips do you want for your game? And he just goes, call for help. And she, like, you can, like, can see it hit her. Yeah. Of, like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but... But then she just gives him a, a cup full of quarters. <laughs> yeah, a couple of quarters and points him over to the slot machines. And then kind of, like, holds her heart as he walks, like, oh, that poor guy. Um, I will say, a thing that really makes all this hit for me, uh... Kind of a clock on the performance in this stuff is exactly what my dad's been like since he got a brain injury. Ugh. This is Ugh. just what he's like. Uh, he's better now. We've got, like, the right medication and stuff for him that he's usually not like this, but... Yeah. I had to take care of somebody who was very much like Cooper is now for years. Yeah. And this is, like, by far the most, like, accurate representation of that kind of brain damage that I have seen in a piece of media. It's rough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Cooper just kind of, like, wanders over into the slot machines, and he watches a guy uh, play one, and the guy hits a jackpot and yells, Hello! Which teaches Cooper that's what you have to do when you pull the lever. It's true. That's all you gotta do. Hello! Yeah, like, from that point on, like, the other ones, he has a very, like, kind of, like, uh, basic... Yeah. Uh, like, doesn't really, you know, uh, like, a very monotone way of saying, uh, the, his repeated lines. Yeah. But hello, he is repeating it, like, with the same, uh, inflection that this dude kind of did. Yes, yeah. uh-huh. Uh, which makes it very funny. And yeah. also very tragic. <laughs> yes. Uh, he looks up over at, like, the rows of slot machines, and he sees that one of them... There's a weird cloud with, like, a little window into the red room in it. Uh, yeah. Just floating above the slot machine. So he goes over to that one, puts a coin in, pulls the lever, and he hits the jackpot on it. Yep. Hello! And it scares him, so he leaves. Yeah, he gets scared of all the noise that the slot machine makes, so he just walks away. Uh, like, a guy walks up behind him and is like, oh, you broke that one, buddy. And I feel like in Cooper's mind, he's like, oh, fuck, I broke this oh, one. Fuck, I better I get out of here. I gotta go. <laughs> Uh, so then he walks over to another one that's marked with the weird red room cloud, and the exact same thing happens. And, uh, there's, like, an old woman, wor like, sitting at one of these. Like, they're definitely playing on the idea of, like, yeah, casinos abuse old people. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I, I honestly really didn't think about it, like, in the, like, the, you know, it's not as, like, one-to-one, -one, but, like, you know, the way that people will... Uh, allow people who are clearly not well to just go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Without helping them. Right. I, I, I didn't, like, fully connect that, but, like, yeah, like, that, 
it's a good way to do that. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, like, this old, like, gambling addict is just kind of, like, mad at him for getting the jackpot, and then he tries to point one out to her that's gonna go off next, and she just, like, gives him the finger and tells him to go away. Yep. Uh, yeah. And a, an attendant on the casino floor walks up and is like, oh, congratulations, sir, you're a mega winner, because you hit two jackpots at the same time. You've actually earned way more money than what came out of the machine. And he tells her, call for help. He's like, well, that's what I'm here for. Let's get you a bucket for these quarters. Yeah, here you go. You're going to need a bigger bucket to spend all the money you just won. Yeah. Uh, But then while she walks away, he just wanders off to... Now he's seeing, like, a dozen of them that are going to hit the jackpot and just starts going off to hit all of them. Um, (laughs) My dumb, (laughs) like, fan theory here is, like, oh, right, sure, Wyndham Earl was talking about how if you could harness the power of the Black Lodge, you could, like, control the world. Here's here you go. Now he's got the power of the Black Lodge. Tell him how to hit all the jackpots. I don't think that's what's happening here, but sure. I don't think it is either, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he just keeps setting off more and more slot machines. The woman the, that kind of yeah, him like off. the next one that he sets off. The second he gets another one, she's like, "All right, I'm fucking getting on this one." I'm in. Yeah, fuck it, I guess. Uh, like, so, it, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just like, yeah, like, you know, I've been working this machine all day, but... <laughs> right. He has, he has the sight. He's, he does have the sight for it. And, uh, yeah, like, the security guard is, like... like the, or, yeah, the attendant is, like, trying to find him as he's just walking around hitting more and more of these. Just follow the sound of the jackpots, ma'am. Yeah, there's too many. <laughs> Who cares about any of that? It's time for some of our old friends to show up for the first time. We got Gordon Cole, we got Albert. Oh, yeah, I forgot that was the end of this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's all we see at Cooper for now, I think. Yes. Uh, anyway, they are investigating the murder of, of a guy who brutally murdered his wife, but he says it wasn't him. Right. And he can't say who it was of national security. But, but he's given us a with... list of clues, a cryptic hints that if we can decode them, will lead us to the exonerating evidence. Uh, and, I uh, love this, because it's really just saying, look how stupid the FBI is, dude. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the clues are like a sexy pinup photo, a pair of rusty pliers, another photo of like two women in bikinis. Uh, the most a- photoshopped boy in the world. <laughs> I lost my mind when it's that photo so showed up. The photoshopped little sailor boy is very good, yeah. And then there's an Uzi and a jar of beans. The jar of beans is definitely the jar full of like little potatoes that the guy had in the place, but Ooh, whatever. you know, hey, I've... I was trying to see if anyone has solved the Congress dilemma on, like, the, the congressman's dilemma on the, like, fan Reddit or whatever. People don't talk about it at all. I think they're cowards. They're cowards. If you're going to pick anything this show this apart show. endlessly for years, you've got to solve the fucking you congressman's dilemma. you got to solve the congressman's dilemma. Which well, is what Gordon is we don't calls know. it after studying the fucking clues. The yeah. problem is we don't understand the state of Congress in this world, so... That's true, because as, see, I, yeah. as I messaged the two of you, because Lana dated Donald Trump, she must have killed him with sex magic, meaning that the 2016 election went totally different. totally different. Despise yeah. you. <laughs> Despise you. <laughs> Don't blame me. Blame Mark Frost. I you do are, blame Mark you're, Frost. Yeah. You're the delivery service to this. <laughs> uh, speaking of Mark Frost, we do have to talk about the secret history of Twin Peaks for, like, a minute. <laughs> because right now? Tammy Preston, who's also in this room, is a character from The Secret History. She is, uh... That book is, like, 
framed as the FBI discovered this file on a bunch of history about Twin Peaks, and they've assigned an agent to try to figure it out, and the agent who's working through the files is this woman here, Tammy. And she, like, part of her job is to figure out who compiled the, like, list, and, like, the end twist of the book is, oh, wow, it was Major Briggs all along. Alright. That's it. Now we're done Uh, talking about it. (laughs) I was, like, in looking up some stuff last week about, yeah. like, Twin Peaks Return and, you know, making sure not to see any spoilers. I apparently thought that a lot of people do not like this lady. I don't know why. Uh, I think sexism? Yeah. Like, I, she's not my favorite character, but I got nothing against her. Sure. She's fine. Um, yeah, it, like, it was in the same thing. It's like, oh, people also hate Josie. It's like, what? Sure. <laughs> yeah. It's, um... Yeah, I mean... I. She's very much, like, we've talked about, like, legacy sequels before. I feel like in the more traditional she, legacy sequel, Twin Peaks, she'd be the main character, right? Yeah, she she's the Ray. Yeah, she's the Ray. You know what? Now I get why people hate her. <laughs> <laughs> Again, women. Don't put that on her. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying people irrationally hate Ray. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she has uh, investigated the New York crime... <laughs> business yeah the the glass box room owned by the anonymous billionaire so that's you know got gotta put a, a no tally on your fucking yeah i guess scoreboard, it's not owned by the you FBI. called that the fbi was behind it they got there fast though they did get there fast yeah uh we get a shot of the two bodies after they have been sex monstered it's yes. so funny <laughs> they're just like obliterated it's just really really they gross got but very fake yeah, they got empty skulls. No, yeah. head empty. Yeah, they hollowed yeah. out these guys. Yep. And, uh, yeah, she kind of shows that you can see the sex monster on one frame of one of the cameras, but none of the other ones. And you cannot see Cooper in any of these. Yeah, yep. they have no evidence of Cooper, but they get a phone call from Cooper. Or do they? And, I, yeah, Cole yeah. and Albert, are, Cole especially is like, oh my god, it's Christmas. It's so yeah. good. <laughs> That's my favorite guy. Yeah. Yeah, Albert's like, it's just like, oh, is it him? No, yes, I'll, I'll hold. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're getting a, a, well, I'm trying to think. I don't want to give, I'm trying to remember I, how much you actually get from this scene. The implication is that it, they found uh, Mr. C, not Cooper. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that yeah, that is what I got from it. this scene. They don't say that, but they go like, They say it's oh, in they, South they, Dakota. Yeah, they say that they found Cooper. Yeah, they, they got to get on the first plane to Buckhorn, South Dakota. Yeah, and, yeah, it's, uh, it's, they leave Buckhorn, South Dakota, to the end. So you're like, they found Cooper at the at the casino, right? But, but no, 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 no. no. Uh, Gordon Cole also he's replaced uh, the like beautiful painting of like the lake he had in Firewalk with me in his office with just a photo of the atomic bomb going off in like the sure desert. did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got a different vibe these days. He's got that, he got a, really sad since Cooper disappeared. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's another thing I know is that like there is something to do with the ato- like atomic bomb yeah. Inter- imagery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've, we've just talked because about people that. refer that is, to that with that's the episode eight thing. Yes, yes, yes. yes. People refer to that with uh, Fujimoto. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ugh. Shut up. <laughs> uh, uh, we, and then yeah. Yeah, like they, and then they're like, and you're coming with us, and they might as well, like, look to the camera. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, totally. <laughs> we do get some some Gordon Coleisms where like Albert is like, "What? What are you serious, Buckhorn?" He's like, "I'm excited too, Albert, but we can't put this on the radio." <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we can at least see Mount Rushmore. It's good you want to hurry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I'm like, "Oh, we, we're gonna get like a scene at the at the Bang Bang Bar." Yeah. Like. No. It's like this episode, you know, is slow, but hasn't felt like that long. And then I'm like, oh, right, this is only an hour. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the end of the episode. Yeah, this is, it's, yeah. it's time for uh, David Lynch's playlist special. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I this saw is, you tweet her yesterday, Ashley. This is, uh, it, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, this is one of the things I know about The Return, I guess, is that yeah. there's, like, a musical performance at the end of every episode. One of the main thing, you know, people talk about what's the what does Twin Peaks: The Return mean? And what it means is that it was an excuse for David Lynch to put together a cool Spotify playlist. Yeah, David Lynch doesn't know about uh, like online playlists, so he had to make a TV show to share a playlist. <laughs> right, he had to hire a bunch of performers to, yeah. to lip sync their songs. I know. Uh, I think they actually set up and played these songs in the like Roadhouse set, and then they dubbed them over with the recorded versions for some reason. I know, I think a couple of the acts, like, kind of got mad. Like, why did you have us go to the effort of playing them if you weren't going to use that recording? Yeah, I could also just see it, like, it didn't look good. Yeah. Like, or it didn't sound good, and... uh, Or sometimes people do it just so they can be like... Oh, like, you know, it looks fake if you aren't actually doing it, but we're gonna... Right. probably tell them that. And I can also see it from a perspective of, like, maybe at the time he intended to use the live performance of it, but then decided, hey, remember when I made that movie Mulholland Drive with a bunch of, like, dubbed music? That was cool. Let's do that. I don't know. Maybe. Yep. Yep. Uh, But yeah, I uh, don't remember what this group is called. They're like a country group. They're forgettable. They're fine. I don't mind. Yeah, I liked the song last time. Oh, they're the Cactus Blossoms. Uh, yeah, I, I like uh, the band from the last episode better. They're more yeah. my genre, but I like this song just fine. Uh, I There's a like country artist uh, that has like a connection to my family called Pokula Ford that like signed to Jack White's label. Uh-huh. And I like, was watching this, I'm like... Oh, he might actually show up at the end of one of these. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm like, that'd be weird. It would be weird. <laughs> Try to answer that in the most ambiguous way possible. It's fine, man. Damn. Yeah. Nope. Uh, yeah, there's, there's some fun surprises on these Roadhouse performances, I'll say, and I'll say nothing else. Okay. They might be giants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if only. No. Um, yeah, this one's dedicated the, like, to... Like, the last one is just Coldplay, and I was like, wait, what? One <laughs> <laughs> <What> direction? <laughs> wow. <laughs> the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> David uh, Lynch's reunion tour. This episode is dedicated in the credits to Don Davis it, it, and Miguel Ferrer. Which uh, one is Miguel Ferrer? That's Albert. That's, that's Albert, yeah. We died what? in between Damn, when they filmed dude. this and when the show came out. Fuck, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when he died. That was a hard one. That was, yeah. like, I was like, man, that dude rules. Yeah, it was a bummer. Um, lo- I'll say, a lot of in memory ofs in these credits. A lot of people yeah. died. 
It's not that surprising, but shit, man. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know about that one. That sucks. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's episode three. This is going to be the longest 14 <laughs> weeks of it my is, life. Uh, it's sure, yeah, it's it's rough not being able to immediately watch the next one, I'll say. You, you want me to I, do this for three and a half months? Sure do. <laughs> I'll, I'll say for me personally. Yeah. It's really great to look at our time code already and be like, all right, not three hours. Well, right, that's the plus side. <laughs> that's the other thing. Well, we got 90 minutes and we're on our way out of here. I'll get to do something tonight. That's yeah. The yeah. <laughs> that's what makes it worth it, baby. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we have any questions, Ashley? We do. Oh. Uh... I asked people to ask us about No White Ladies, Casinos, and Chocolate. Uh, from at Doromingu, do you think that No White Lady just wants some chocolate? Probably, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Don't, don't we all? Doesn't. At the end of the day? Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's in, like, the lodge dimension. All she can eat is fucking cream corn. She probably would love some chocolate. Do you think uh, that's all they have? I mean, I've never seen them eat anything else. Have you? I haven't seen them I eat anything. I would surprised if they had wine. Sure. I've seen yeah. them disappear cream corn. Can't say they uh, ate the, it. Uh, the arms slurp some cream corn at the end of Firewalk with me. Is that true? Yeah, Ugh. that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, it sucked. Uh, uh, from Doromingo, have you ever gambled at a casino? I have not. No. Uh, they specify, like, uh, and they don't, like, mean plot machines, which does. <laughs> I've only ever done slot machines. Yeah. Uh, the, one of the, I was in Vegas as a little kid, mm-hmm. uh, and I remember because my dad won, uh, not like a bunch of money on slots, but like a good amount of money that like paid for our hotel. Right. Which, you know, like that, that's like what you want from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the only gambling I have done is in my own home. Uh, sure. Because, because... Uh, my mom loves slot machines. Uh, so one year, my dad drove to Las Vegas from California, bought a slot machine, and brought it home. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, so we just had a slot machine in the house. Uh, which yeah, is I think I've talked big, about. Yeah. We, our rec room was sort of styled after a TGI Fridays. TGI Fridays. Yeah. Nowhere. And nowhere more popping. Yeah. So yeah, my my yep. parents bought a slot machine to round that out at one point. Does that really fit the normal? Not really. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying, they should like have gotten fit. one of those like touchscreen bar games. <laughs> there yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they also got like a big thing of like arcade tokens to play with with it. Okay, well that's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, listen, I get it. It's fun. So that way, you know, uh, if you hit a jackpot, it can the, just spill coins everywhere. So we had to unhook up the coin spitter. I don't uh-huh. know what else you call it. Uh, in the slot machine because if you hit it at home, we didn't keep that many quarters in it, but it would not let you play anymore until it had dispensed the proper amount of quarters. Oh, sure. So you had to open it up, feed it quarters, close it, let it spit the quarters back out, uh, and repeat forever. So that's why you need a big sack of arcade tokens. (laughs) That's why you need the arcade tokens. I'm just saying it was not a good time. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That's all. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just to finish up my Las Vegas story, for years I thought that I had, there were aspects of it that I had only dreamed. Because, sure. like, 
being a five-year-old in 90s Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Like, the peak of that, like, being, like, a weird kid adult playground. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's wild. I, they, we were at the MGM Grand, and they had a full, like, recreation of sets from The Wizard of Oz, which I, like, very distinctly remembered. Yeah. And then they had a theme park attached to the, which had a, like, Ride the Movies ride. Oh, sure. That had a, uh, I think a Predator or a Platoon part where, like, a helicopter gets, like, shot down and explodes. God, okay. And I, like, remembered that. Yeah. And for years, I'd be like, can you guys remember this? And my mom would be like, no, that never happened. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I can't believe your mom's gaslighting you. I know. Um, And then I found, like, a video of, like, on my theme park video. I'm like, look! And she's like, oh, it did happen. Ashley's mom is canceled. (laughs) <laughs> uh, from Modern 1983 What's your favorite instance of rough Slash cheap VFX in a movie or TV show Do you think VFX Need to be, look realistic to be good No definitely no, not absolutely definitely not. not. Yeah, I love the VFX in this show Yeah th- this is premium shit Right here Yeah, My favorite ones is from The, the Japanese horror film House Yeah yeah that's definitely they, a big like, one they, yeah, those, like, a lot of the time look like shit, but, like, they look like shit in the perfect way. Right, right. I'm trying to think if I have a good, like, th- this would be the example I'd go to in this conversation, but it yeah. feels cheap. I watched, uh... I watched, like the VFX. Yeah, right. Yeah. I watched Van Helsing last year. Uh, yeah. That has some pretty, like, good, shitty, uh, CG. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, But it kind of yeah. just looks good, because, you know, nobody's trying too hard yet. Right, right. That's just what it looks it's, like. Yeah, it's just the joy. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I'm. I'm. I, I've forgotten every movie I've ever watched. <laughs> yeah, you know it happens. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. Uh. From at Juneberry Cake, do you have any hot favorite chocolate or candies that only came around for certain holidays? I mean, it's gotta be the Reese's egg. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, I'm a Peeps enjoyer. Oh. Yeah, it's not chocolate, but it is It is a seasonal candy. No, yeah, I mean, it is a seasonal candy. Uh, and I like candy corn a lot, but I think you hmm. can get that most times these days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Peeps are technically candy, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can judge me. I can't be hurt by this. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I'm just going to eat the fucking candy. Yeah, I mean, you did just kind of name the two most dog shit candies. Yeah, people don't like those. It's fine. Yeah, more for you. More for me. Oh, yeah. I, I have also stated that I like both candy corn and black licorice, which is... Uh-huh. When they made... When they started making those, like, candy corn little pumpkins, ooh, boy. That's the good uh-huh, shit uh-huh. right there. Those were good. Those are fucking Peeps good. Peeps I just do not like. Candy corn I am just like, ugh. No, this it's is good. fine, I guess. Like, I don't... I'm not like, ugh. I'm just like... I could be eating any other candy right now, though. The thing is, I like sugar in most forms, so that's kind of sure. my problem. I just don't like, like, the waxy texture. No, I do. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the thi- like, the only thing that kind of, like, stops me with Peeps is, like, I just, like, as I'm biting into it, I'm just like, oh, this was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is... <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I just want to eat them out of the package. People who let them go stale are crazy people. Wait, what? That's, that's my- yeah. You don't know about this? People let yeah. them go stale yeah. deliberately? Yeah, and then eat them. Yes, yes, yes deliberately. Yes. 
What? Yeah, people are people are <laughs> they out there taste doing wild. Stale enough, fresh. I'm listen. I'm normal compared to some people out there. Okay. Jesus Christ! I'm telling you. I was gonna say, speaking of the Reese egg, listen. I'll. I'm not too good for it, but I. I think we've had this conversation before, Molly. The the texture, the the ratio, it's off. It's off. And it doesn't have like the ridges around that the peanut. No, butter I cup want the got. ridges. I, I want that texture experience. Reese's have ridges. <laughs> Reese's <That's right>. have <laughs> ridges. Ridge for my pleasure. Yeah, man. Uh, from October Violets, do you like dark chocolate? Yeah. I do. Uh, if so, how dark do you like it before you, it just starts tasting like dirt? <laughs> oh, I will basically eat Baker's chocolate. <laughs> I can go up to like a 70%, I think. I I will uh, just sophisticatedly munch a ninety percent, no oh, problem. Oof, that's too much for me. You're just snacking into cocoa beans. Basically, <laughs> say at that point it's just way too bitter. Like at that point, it's a very different like taste experience. Yeah, like I gotta be in the mood for it. But I've done it before, and I will do it again. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and also ask uh, what our favorite candy bar is. Hmm. I'm a big fan of a 100 grand bar. Those are pretty good. I, I, I like a Three Musketeer. I hmm. I used to like Butterfingers, but now I do not. I'm I, I'm into Twix. Those are good. Yeah. Um. Whatchamacallits are really good, but they're not always around. They're a little more. They're they're not like top tier like everywhere candies. Yeah. Uh. They still make take five bars. I remember liking those. They like pretzel I think they in do. Them. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen them around in a long time, but I remember liking them a lot. Those almost seem like a regional candy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are, but like I, listen, I cannot tell you the last time I went and bought a candy bar. You know, that's also true. It's just not a thing I do. I'll, yeah. you know, I'll buy like a Reese's at like a at the at the Seven uh, Eleven or whatever. Yeah, but that doesn't feel like buying a candy bar in the same way. Uh, yeah, I'll say when I have bought a candy bar in recent years, I've been like, listen, I've had a bad day. I need some good brain chemicals any way I can get it. I am going into like the candy aisle and get one of those like big Cadbury milk chocolate bars. Oh, yeah. That are really, really aren't meant for a single person, but no. I cannot emphasize how bad this day has been. Usually if I want something like that, I'll go get some like chocolate covered pretzels. Sure. Yeah. Just, just some flips or whatever. Uh-huh. It's just good shit. Starting to want some chocolate. <laughs> that's you know that's what the shell duty. <laughs> yep. Uh, any other ones, Ashley? No, that's it. All right. So next time we are watching uh, Twin Peaks: A Limited Series Event Part Four. Uh, dot 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 brings back some memories. Uh, what 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 do you think is gonna happen next? I am going to predict that the Brings Back Some Memories is a quote from Mr. C being interviewed by uh, the FBI people and like yeah, him pretending sense. to be Cooper. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, I got nothing right now. Yeah, nothing? No no, no predictions? You don't know what's what's happening next on this TV show? Not yet. Alright, all right. that's fair. I'm still getting the lay of the land. Yeah, yeah. I hope someone calls for help. Nobody will. They just need to. He's just he needs help. He needs help. He's like he's gonna he's gonna leave that uh, city a millionaire, but he will not <laughs> yeah. receive any help. Right. Ugh. 
somebody's gonna go, hey, doesn't this guy kind of look like the guy we want assassinated? Right. Uh, and that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I assume they were gonna... That R. Cooper is going to be in, like, a jail cell next time we see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be a shame. That would be a shame. I don't want that for him. Can we trade these two guys out, do you think? No? It'd be okay. great well, if we could swap them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. Get them to swap I mean, we were supposed places. to swap them. Fucking... We got tricked. We did get tricked. No one saw Dougie coming. No one saw... I didn't see Dougie coming, I'll tell you. We didn't recognize Dougie's theme music because we'd never heard it before. Yeah, it was a debut. Yeah. No one had... No <laughs> one before music is had, that? <laughs> No one before had taught us how to Dougie. No one before had taught us how to Dougie. Thankfully, Kyle McLaughlin is here to show you. I'm so glad. I'm gonna just... (laughs) How many more different characters do you think Kyle McLaughlin's gonna get to play? I want (laughs) to say zero, but I wish it was two. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Make it a clean five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What if there's just another Kyle McLaughlin character every episode? (laughs) That'd be really funny. (laughs) <laughs> really see, you see what they did they just did what they were going to do with Cheryl Lee but with Kyle McLaughlin <laughs> just Kyle McLaughlin in a different stupid wig every week yeah God Definitely. bless let's get out of uh, here well oh, until wait, no, next we gotta, wait Luke where we can find you on the internet you did you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer you can find other shows that I do on AudioEntropy.com such as Eidolon Playtest where right now we are doing Eidolon Thieves a baseball themed miniseries just for Molly uh, and that's not true no it's not <laughs> it's not what happened Ty said, I'm going to do a baseball miniseries, and you all said, okay, well, Molly has to be on that one, and I didn't really get a say in that, and that's fine, because I wanted to be on it, <laughs> but everybody did put my name down before I put my name down. I mean, <laughs> just assumed you wanted to be on it. I think you could have said no. <laughs> no, it's fine. It was fun. <laughs> okay, then. I don't know why you're doing this now. I'm just, listen, I'm just saying that I didn't volunteer. Okay. <laughs> I'm just goofing. All right. <laughs> I love you. New I love you too. Goofing. Actually, Bitch. I love you. I love you, Luke. Thank you. Molly, I love you. I love you too. Jesus, can we just <laughs> get a move on? Let's go. You can find me at your librarian with underscore Twitter and dash on Tumblr. And you can also find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your fucking money. Give Ashley your fucking money. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with Y-E-R. You can find me at audioentropy.com, idemail.com. I'm going to make Jackson record an episode with me about the concert. I will not do about that. About the concert? Not, yeah, but I'm not going to do that. It'll, it'll just come you, up the next time I do that podcast. Yeah, you gave up day. on that halfway through. I wouldn't do that. Jackson didn't get to go to the concert. That's not fun. Yeah. yeah That's okay, a mean yeah. thing to do to my friend. <laughs> um, uh, secondbestgame.club. Uh, I have to play Hypnospace Outlaw this week, I think. Is what I have to do, Fuck yeah, because uh, that's what we're gonna record about. So <laughs> I should play it probably. Uh, that's a small game, so if you wanted to play it, you should. It's it's not expensive. It's very good. Uh, you should give it a shot. Hypnospace Outlaw, it's out there. Uh, it fucking and rules. It fucking rules, and that's it. I think I think I think that's all the stuff. Uh, actually, until, now, you, now you can get us out of here. Until next time. Damn fine podcast. Damn fine podcast.